0: I know it's been a while since I last, like, made a podcast episode, um, but I want to thank everyone who went out and listened and, um, took their time out to listen or even shared a post about my podcast or mentioned to me that I should should record another one, um, my last one was about my book I posted, I mean I published. So um if you haven't listened to it yet, go take a listen to it. Um literally the most previous episode about how I published my first book. A little story about the origins of it. Um, what else can I say about that? I think that's really it about that. Um I took some I have to get back into the habit of um, recording again. Um, Even if I got to step outside the crib, jump in the car, record an episode, go back in the crib, or even just record one while I'm out in the wilderness in my backyard. However it is, I need to do it. Um, Recently, you know, as of earlier this month, just dealt with some really uh, tragic news. Um, For those of you who don't follow me on any social media sites or don't know me personally yet, uh, my mom passed April, I want to say April 30th. No. I want to say May 1st. May 1st. Uh, she went peacefully in her sleep, um, cause of death as of now, uh, well, not even as of now, but cause of death, cause of death is unknown. Um, and forgive me if I like take a pause here and there to speak about it or to, you know, while I'm speaking about it, uh, simply because like I said, it's my mom's. Um, so you know, I'm not exactly sure what emotions may or may not come up, but I will say um, it's not something you want to wake up to, or even get a phone call about, like at all. Uh, but most importantly, I will say I'm I'm at peace. You know, I I, um, I made peace with it, uh, pretty much that Sunday. So she was confirmed by the paramedics who came to the house Saturday that she had passed. But the time frame, how her body was found by my younger siblings, who I continue to pray for on a daily basis, um, we believe she passed uh, Friday going into Saturday in her sleep. And um, like I said, cause of death. We don't know exactly what Happened. I believe my mother knows. Um, I believe one day she'll come to me, you know, in the spirit and tell me what happened. But as of now, we don't know. We had to get her cremated, which obviously is the best bet considering everything that's going on right now. Um, I have, I much rather her be cremated. I did not, I don't go to Jersey as often. Like my family has a, a, a burial plot out there um and um, elizabeth new jersey i don't go to jersey even when i was living in jersey i didn't go to jersey meaning i didn't go outside of jersey city i didn't really go to newark i went to newark once for a concert uh actually i went to newark once for a concert and then once to get a pair of sneakers that somebody was selling but i don't i don't frequent um, new jersey like that so for me being in Atlanta now, you know, pretty much a permanent resident of Atlanta, going to, you know, visit my mom's grave in Jersey, it, you know, like, it's not exactly something that I thought about doing, Um, especially when all of this is over with. I don't plan on going to Jersey because I have a 10-year-old child now that lives in Brooklyn. Um, She turned 10 on the fourteenth, my first stop is to go see her. Um, being that I haven't seen her since uh late February. You know, my first job is to go see her, my first stop is to go see her. Not that I wouldn't go pay my respects to my mom's but at the same time it's like I don't really wanna go to a gravesite to have a conversation with my mother. I actually wanna talk to her um before i go to sleep at night or when i wake up in the morning or um you know have a tattoo of her on some part of my body um i don't really you know the whole gravesite thing is not my thing Uh, so i kind of you know my aunt pam who passed away back in 2009 i believe uh she's buried on some family property in north carolina and um i go see her because i'm you know i've gotten a few chances to go to north carolina to see my grandmother and my aunt and my pops and of course i go pay my respects i cannot touch down in north carolina without going to see my aunt's grave um and i do not mind going to see her there simply because she is on family property and i get to sit and talk to her while looking at my great grandmother's house and all the land that's out there, or even sitting behind uh, what a great with a family property, uh, what a burial plot is on a family property, is behind one of my cousin's houses. So it's like that's a much more comfortable setting for me to have a conversation with a loved one that's not physically here, as a, you know, as opposed to going to a cemetery, driving through into a plot with a number and then you know, a gravestone, and you know, it's just personally, I didn't want to do it. I didn't, need, I didn't like thinking about doing it. Um, obviously, some of my siblings had other um, feelings about it, and that's that's totally fine. You know, it's it's not uncommon. You know, everybody grieves differently. Um, that I'm aware of. Like, totally aware of. Um, I I knew immediately when, like, when when I got the call from my sister, one of my younger sisters, and they told me that mommy had passed. Like, I knew immediately what, but they, what, correction, they didn't say she passed. They just were saying that they found her or they went to go check on her and she wasn't breathing and. Her body was stiff. Now, I knew, immediately knew. You know, I didn't have to be there. I didn't have to look at her. I knew. It's just instinct, I guess, feeling. Um, But even then, I was still in shock. I had to, you know, ask my sister, like, yo, check her post, like, you know, ask some questions, anything or in everything that I can think of. Uh, because it didn't fully set in. It didn't set in immediately. It just kind of happened, and I was just like, and, and and a bit of a state of disbelief, if you will. Like I said, I was in shock. <clears throat> um, but then the shit that transpired after my mom's um, untimely passing is um. Is the stuff that I'm only going to touch on a bit right now, and then I'll actually put out a a podcast episode talking about that in detail, but the bottom line was I wasn't going to Maryland for any type of service of any kind because I wanted to stay put in in Georgia with all this mess that's going on. Yes, certain travel bans have been uh, lifted, but still... There is this uh, virus going on and, um, you know, the movie Contagion, if you haven't seen it, go check it out, came out years ago, but it's one of the clearest depictions of what the hell is going on right now. Um, Shit, I might watch that today, But, um, but what I really wanted to, apart from that, um, dealing with that in quarantine has been you know it's been tough you know I think about my mom every day you know her and I spoke every day or just about every day on the phone uh the one week that I didn't hear from her every day i knew something was wrong so I guess like my brain had compartmentalized that so when I found out that she had actually passed it just kind of put me in a state of disbelief but also believed it and understood it um, and processed it, um, but I wanted to, to, to speak a little bit about. Um, see. Hold on a second. All right. Uh, yeah. So sorry about that. Had to make a quick run into the grocery store, and get some things. Before I head back in the house. Um, But yeah, um, like I said, the thing about um, talking to people, well, the episode I'm gonna put up about going to my mom's um, or not going to Baltimore uh, for my mom's service, I'll record at a different time. But in this quarantine, I've learned a little bit more about myself. Um, I learned a little bit more about my lady. Um, I've learned, you know, how to be more patient and uh, more understanding. Also, it's been, now, I wouldn't say difficult but just getting used to the idea of like not immediately waking up every morning to go to work as of right now is one of those routines that I kind of that I miss not kind of but I do miss it um, it was just it was just a part of how I was and how I am you know just geared to always go to work um it was it's therapeutic to go to work working reminds me of what i have and to to be grateful for what i have and to appreciate what i have and to know that if i want more i'm gonna have to work more i'm gonna have to work different work smarter um so going to work just and i guess it's because of the jobs that i've had I never looked at all of the work that I was doing as like, oh man, here I go. I got to go to work again.
1: It was just like,
0: oh, here's a new day and I'm and I'm pretty sure a new challenge is going to come from you know. However, you know, even though my job sometimes was predictable, I couldn't predict how I was going to finish the day. Um pretty much meaning I can go in You know, I can get up, do what I got to do to get ready, you know, brush your teeth, you know, usual hygiene shit. Um, I had a basic uniform, if you will, so it wasn't hard to find an outfit to get dressed to go to work in. Um, And I'll touch on outfits in a minute in reference to my clothing brand, but why all this is going to make sense? Um, You know, just... Doing what I got to do, I would get out, get out. I mean, I would leave the leave the crib, get in the car, go to uh, McDonald's, get me a cup of coffee, go to work. On my way to work, I would either listen to some trap music, or whatever music came to mind, whatever artist came to mind at that time, or during that time. Or I would call a friend of mine who lives back in New York, and um, we talk catch up on a day, uh, catch up on a week, weekend, whatever the case is, and then I get to work and start my day. But while I'm at work doing my job, and this is why I say it was sort of therapeutic for me, while I'm at work doing my job, I am thinking about my clothing brand. I'm thinking about my stories. I'm thinking about how to better or how soon can I get those things out there? Obviously I put out my story, my, my first book. Um, like I said, if you wanna go listen to how that happened, check out my uh, last episode. Um, the clothing brand, I, w- I work in a, a, a clothing store. I've always worked in clothing stores for the most part. And um, the moment I started to want to have my own, I started to look at things differently. So at work, it became research. My job became my research for my clothing brand, that I can come back home and apply a good amount of what I've learned at work to my brand. Still learning how to do that to this day, and uh, that's what I wanted to like really talk about a little bit, um, and what I've learned in this this in this quarantine. Apart, apart from finishing my website, creating a price point, um, apart from those things, uh, making it as seamless as I could make it, uh, making sure that things work, that it's a functional website that you can actually go and click and buy things. I've been figuring out ways to promote the website, promote the brand. Um, for those who don't know, and I, I probably should go on IG Live and explain what the brand is, which I'm, I'm, I actually am not, not that I should, I am. But to give you a little background on it, uh, my brand name is 1819. Um that's the name of my clothing brand. So, for those of you who follow me on on Instagram at Men History Twenty Four, um, you would see that I have a, a, a few pieces of clothing. Actually, I have a good amount of pieces of clothing with, with eighteen nineteen on it, and I can't wait to get more. Like by the end of, you know, um, this year, going into next year, I want to say by the end of the summer, going into fall and obviously into end of the year, my closet is going to be mostly with my brand on it, um, give or take a piece or two here. And the reason why I want to wear my brand more than others is because it started off with me wanting to have my own brand because I honestly got tired of going to the stores and giving people my money for articles of clothing that someone else could possibly have or there was, you know, rarely any uniqueness in it, or even I would possibly end up, you know, having to give it away because it either got too small or or somehow after a few wears, the the material would stretch, and now I'm back at the store spending more money. Um, I would only shop at stores like you know, mostly H&M, rarely Forever 21 that much, but mostly H&M. And I would shop at these stores. Um, the Gap too sometimes, but I would shop at H&M always on sale. I would wait for the sales because then I can take $40 and turn it into um, you know, six or seven pieces of clothing as opposed to the $40 being that one piece of clothing that, like I said, would start to beat up um, for those of you you who know about you know hoodies and sweatshirts and just any article of clothing really after a few wears you start to get those little cotton little beads on your sleeve or on the hem sometimes around the, around the collar and I, I i didn't want that i didn't want to keep going down that cycle and i also wanted to invest in myself i got to a point after a, you know years of doing this I want to say, uh, I think I was in, living in Jersey at the time. Matter of fact, no, it was like right before I, I moved to Jersey City. So I want to say summer of 2000, um, 2018. Yeah, summer 2018, early summer. I just got tired of wearing other people's shit. So I was like, um, started thinking, started figuring out like, okay, if I have a brand, what do I want what my brand to say? What I, what do I want it to look like? Um and at that time I had released a story the year before called um hidden in plain sight. And I just like how that looked and how that sounded. You know, hashtag hidden in plain sight. When I was promoting the story, that's what I I, I would um put out. And the more I used it, the more I got comfortable with it. And I was like, yo, I could actually um, turn this into something. So I got uh, two T-shirts made. I uh, First, I drew it up. I drew up how I wanted it to look. And then I got it made. I found a spot in Harlem. Um, and it went from there. I wore those shirts. A few people liked them. A few people were wondering where I got them from or what it meant. I explained it to him. So it's literally like not just the clothing itself or the article, the t-shirt itself, but directing people to the site where the story is. So it became like a twofold. And um, fast forward a year after that, I started getting into creating my own signature brand that had to do with me. and i took the latter part of my website which is 1819 so my website is www.ourhouse1819.com now i obviously pay for this website um on a monthly basis and which reminds me i gotta go change something but i pay for this website on a monthly basis i own all the content on the website before the website housed some of my music that I put out, my instrumentals, and my some, some of my stories. Um, and I'm still trying to figure out a way to get people to go to my website and purchase my stories. So I'm, I am I got to dig deep and, and really focus and work on um, getting that integrated um, and making it more than just merchandise. But as of now, it was merchandise. So I used the latter part of my website to to create the brand and come up with the brand's name. And the reason I used the brand's name, well, it's simple. Um, My website is named after me. My brand is also named after me. And like I said, I'm gonna go on IG Live one day, sometime this week. And I'm going to explain the details of that. But just in case some of my listeners aren't on my Instagram page or don't have me on Instagram or my Facebook page, um, 1819 Apparel, go like that. And also the Instagram page, 1819 Apparel, also go like that or follow that page. Um, But, yeah, I had to create something that I felt like was a signature for me. And the question probably come up, well, why you want people to rock stuff that, you know, means your name or means your initials or, you know, has to do more with you? Go ask Gucci. Go ask Tommy Hilfiger. Go ask Polo. Go ask Chanel. Go ask Louis Vuitton. Go ask um, Justin Bieber when he dropped merch. Wes Khalifa when he dropped merch. Go ask RockAware when they were around. So essentially go ask theme Dash and go ask Jay-Z and Biggs. Um, if you're not going to ask those people and those designers and those housing brands I and mean clothing brands, sorry, not housing brands, but clothing brands, why they want people walking around with their stuff, don't ask me. I understand what it um to someone else who's like oh uh, and, and I and I feel like we we definitely gotta stop this in our uh in the black community in our community. Support your people. My homie Ford Um from Mountain Queens met him going on, it's been what 10, 11 years now. Um, shit, maybe even longer. My homie Ford got a a Ford Tough Music uh, t-shirt and merchandise. He got hats, too. Because he's my dog and he put out good music and I respect him a great deal. When I get my Ford Tough Music shirt, yes, I'm going to rock my Ford Tough Music shirt. Just like he ordered an 1819, I think it was a Chukka hat or a dad hat. When that gets in the mail, it should have been there quicker, but with everything that's going on, the warehouse that runs, uh, that distributes my brand has, um, you know, due to whole COVID, you know, people ain't been at the office or at the warehouse. So, you know, not that many orders are being processed as quickly. They have to take their time. It took me and my lady to get our stuff about a week. No, I want to say about two two weeks in a day. And I'm not talking about business days, like legit, like, you know, Sunday, Saturday, Saturday, I mean, Sunday to Saturday, like two legit seven weeks in a day to get our stuff. And, um, I'll like I said, if you want to see what it looks like, uh, not only on a website, but on a physical, you know, the physical piece, go check out um, for the website, www.ourhouse1819, our house spelled A-R-H-U-S. The number 18, the number 19.com. For the Instagram page, it is 18.19apparel on IG. Um, so you type that in, you'll see how it looks. If you want to see how it looks on me, um, go to Men History 24 on IG uh, and you'll see what it looks like on a person. I, I'm not walking around with Samples on or walking around with legit merchandise on and if you are going to order anything um, Let me know or just go to the website. Uh, let me know because then I can figure out a way to uh, Add my cash app um, So you can either send me to uh, place your order through me personally and I, and pay me via cash app or you can go to the website and place your order there Like I said, it's a fully functional website. Um, All of, I want to say everything except for like two or three pieces are um, stitched embroidery pieces. It's not screen print, it's not direct to garment. Like I said, maybe, I think there's a hoodie that might be direct to garment uh, printed, but everything else is like stitched, sewn in to the fabric. No matter how many... Unless you go in and stop pulling out fabric, this is going to stay. No matter how many times you wash it. Um, but like I said, if... Got yeah, a little bit sidetracked. But if you're not going to ask Tommy Hilfiger why he has a brand named Tommy Hilfiger or why Polo Ralph Lauren has a brand named Polo Ralph Lauren or um, anything like that and people are happily running around with their clothing on, don't ask me what Or why someone should wear what I have. I offer some really unique pieces in different colorways, obviously, in different sizes, and even the fonts that I create are unique. Um, Picked by me, obviously, even um, I consult with my girl and ask her, okay, do you like how this looks? And she'll be like, okay, I do, but can it come in this color? Um, I got a few. I got vintage dad hats. I got trucker hats that come in different colors. I have um, joggers that come in different um, colors. Well, four different colors right now, but different prints. It could be a bigger print. It could be a smaller print. Uh, like I said, check out the website and uh, in my and in, in the IG page, and all of this is you can see it in detail. Um. I've learned having this brand for the past um, year, honestly. I've learned different ways to go about marketing, different ways, and I'm still learning, different ways to go about um, who my target audience is, different ways to try to figure out how to get the brand in front of people. And I understand, like I said, um, mentioned before, that we are in a pandemic, not everybody is you know, I'm looking to buy stuff to go out in because certain places can't really go out. But I promise you, my stuff is universal. It's you can wear it in a house or you can wear it outside. Multi purpose, it's a better word, not universal. Multi purpose. You can, you know, right now have a pair of joggers on right now uh, and a, a sweatshirt and a trucker hat. You can easily have these joggers on and wear in a house. You know, like, it's not something that you just automatically need to go out in. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm hoping it makes sense, but I'm just shooting the shit right now. Um, well, so go to the website, check it out. Let me know what you think. Um, another reason why I created the brand in the first place was I have, um, at at that time when I created it, I had a really uh, a large sneaker collection. It's not as big as it used to be um a bit by bit i'm working on getting it back and i got tired of like i said paying money at other people's brands and also i was running out of options to match these sneakers and then i found myself getting annoyed and saying Fuck, what was the point of buying these sneakers if i don't have much to wear i'm tired of wearing all black or i'm tired of wearing this one or two different shades of blue shirt, or you know this, you know just just being limited in terms of how I wanted to wear certain clothes, or the type of clothes that I had. Coming up with the brand allowed me that versatility. Because um, I, again, I'm not one of the people that's I'm not a brand whore. I'm not going out there and splurging on you know a bunch of different pieces, and you know I don't really care about. You know, brand names and Gucci, Louis, and all of that ish. I wanted something unique that spoke for me without me speaking. Um, like right now, I'm rocking a, a black and white trucker hat with black 1819 going across the hat. I got on a black and white, I um, got on a black sweatshirt with white letters that say 1819. I have on gray sweatpants or joggers. With white eighteen and nineteen going across the um on the left side. So it's like that's the type of versatility that I wanted to have. I can wear this black short shirt with a pair of black jeans or, or some blue denim or um these shorts, these cool ass shorts that I got in the crib that I can't wait to break out when it get hot. These, these these joggers are gray and I got a, a gray sweatshirt to match. And even then, the font on the sweatshirt is smaller than the font on the joggers. And then I'm going to um, order myself a um, a um, gray trucker hat or even a green one or whatever color I want. And I'm paying for it just like everybody else. I'm not, like, shortchanging anybody. Like, my price point is what it is. I'm not, like... I'm not asking for people to, to break their pockets. And that, that's that's another thing that was important for me to do. I'm not trying to break my pockets. I don't want people to break uh, to break their pockets. I don't want you to empty the bank on my clothes, just like I don't want myself to empty the bank on other people's clothes. And I don't want people to go out and empty the bank on other people's brands um, that don't respect them as consumers. Um, so I put a lot of thought into um, my brand and and what it means and and why I started it. Um, the versatility of it, you can have, you know, honestly, you can have one item in six different prints if you want it. For example, there's a vintage dad hat that I offer on, on the site that comes in yellow print. And it also comes in white print, the stitching. It comes in black. Like it it can you can if you have a color and that's the other thing, too, it's a custom type of business. Obviously, I have to charge more for custom type businesses because it's going outside of my normal selection. But if you wanted a blue dad hat with red lettering, I can get you that. Or if you wanted a red dad hat with blue lettering, I can get you that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I, and again, I think that's something that very few brands offer. You just have to choose from the selection that they have on their on on their site. So, me starting a brand out of lack of versatility and creating that versatility for myself, I also want that to be available for customers. And like I said, I'm paying what you're paying. <laughs> and when I get money uh, from the site like I, I've been blessed to have a, a couple people place orders shout out to Ford, shout out to my girlfriend um, shout out to those who even inquired and said when they get some you know extra cash they're gonna check some things out my little brother Jason um, my homie's out in TI when I go order something I'm going to my website or my distribution my my, my my distributor sorry about that and I'm telling them what I want and I'm paying the price that's listed and the only discount i'm getting is on shipping because like i said i own the brand that's the only discount i'm getting i'm not getting a discount because i own it i'm getting a discount because like the shipping is the only discount i have to pay for the stitching i have to pay for like i have to pay for the work it's like all these brands and the other cool thing about the website is about the brand is that The more pieces you order, obviously, um, the cheaper certain shipping methods would be. Um, So if you order a dad hat, go ahead and get that sweatshirt or go ahead and get that sweatshirt. And like my next pieces that I'm going to put up is going to be pink. Um, I got the pink dad hat, the pink sweatshirt and um, the pink. No, I'm going to get some gray joggers to match that or some black ones. But um, it's going to be pink and gray. I can't wait to show people what that look like in person. And I don't know if I want black letter uh, letter print or if I want um, white, I'll, I have to figure that out. But um, what else? Like right now I got on gray, black, white, and a touch of orange and green. Now to y'all that sounds like a lot of colors, kind of is. But I got these Gatorade 6s, Gatorade Jordan 6s that have black white orange and a touch of green when i say like a touch of green like the jump man on the front of the sixes or on the tongue and on the bottom but you can't even see the bottom of the shoe unless you unless i kick somebody or kick something but that touch of green still stands out and the orange stands out i was out with my girl at the mall i didn't see anything that was worth buying that fit or match how i wanted it to match the orange was too bright or it was too dark or there wasn't a green that matched the, sh- the shoes, the touch of green in the Jordans or it was like whatever it is, it didn't match. And I was like, see, this is why I created my brand in the first damn place. Went to Goodwill. Yes, I do like going to thrift stores. I think I mentioned that in the episode before, um, even online let go and offer up and facebook marketplace i go to these different places these digital thrift stores and i get some dope shit for some really low prices like these gatorade sixes i bought off of somebody for the low and if i wanted to resell them i could at a higher point at a higher price point i bought a pair of um prime example i bought a pair of um uh, taxi LeBron's, LeBron LeBron 9s, I brought a pair of taxi LeBron 9s, obviously a yellow sneaker with like a touch of black and white and a smidge of red, I wanted to keep them but they fucking shoes are hard, like legit hard, and after like a couple hours in them, my damn feet would start to hurt So I had to get rid of them. I paid $40 for them in New York. I came down here and sold them for $75. You know what I mean? So it's like little stuff like that I like to get into as well. So I go to the thrift stores, Goodwill, still couldn't find anything to match the sneakers. So again, I immediately thought, this is why I have my brand. I created my brand to have things that match what I have in my closet and to have a second or third stream of income. So I'm letting my entrepreneurial spirit build bit by bit in this quarantine. Same thing with my story. My book is out. I had a promotion going on where it was $5 up until um, yesterday, no, Sunday until the 17th, um, yeah, Saturday or Sunday, I'm thinking about starting another promotion, because like I said, not only is the book made by me, written and published by me, with the help of Amazon, you know, um, putting it, uh, distributing it, um, I have another part coming up in September. So I want everybody to go out there and read it and check it out. Um, Catch up because September, the second part, and then I'll start, you know, what I'm going to start with that. But the point is, I've been using my time wisely and I've been standing behind my brands and my products. And for those of you who know me, know that I've been talking about putting this book out for years. And um I'm going to continue to put things out. Most importantly, whether I get one sale or 16 or 4,000, I'm still going to remain the same. My, my drive is still going to be to put out stuff that people are going to enjoy. You want a decent book to read? You want a pretty good storyline? You want something made from somebody you know? Go to Amazon. Type in The Hybrid Theory Part 1, and my my, my book will pop up. I have um, a short story called Hidden in Plain Sight that I'm going to be releasing to the public for sale for $3 at the end of this month or the beginning of, of next month. That's coming out. I have a clothing brand, like I've been talking about, www.ourhouse1819.com. Check it out on IG at 1819apparel.com. These are all things. Oh, I also learned and taught myself how to do my own taxes. These are all things that I've created for myself that. Are going to sustain and help me build other streams of income later on in the future, um, and that's how I've been using my time in quarantine and dealing with, you know, the the, the passing of my mom's. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 gonna end this because I'm about to go back in the crib, crack it up, crack open one of these bottles of wine. Probably make some steak tonight. Yeah, probably make some steak and potatoes tonight. So that's that's where I've been at. That's where my has been at. Um, that's probably why I haven't put an episode out since I released the one about uh, my book. I've just kind of been in this interesting headspace, um, trying not to like get that that feeling about, oh, well, I'm at work, and, oh, I'm not at work, and what I'm going to do, oh, shit, what was me, I don't want to get into that mind frame, so I've been using my time as wisely as I can, and I've been, um, diving into the things that I mentioned in this episode, so, um, thank you for listening, thank you for taking the time, um, I think this week I'm probably going to try to put out an episode a week, I mean a day, Uh, got some catching up to do, got some things that I wanted to talk about, uh, my thoughts and views on a few opinions, uh, sorry, my thoughts, views and opinions on a few um, shows and things that I've been seeing lately, I don't know, I feel like the universe is trying to um, get me to talk about these things, so I'm I'm just going to do it. Uh, but anyway, with that said, um, peace and love, and um, I hope to hear from, you know, a lot of y'all, be it a comment about the podcast or a um, a comment about the clothing brand or story, whatever it is, just let me know. Um, I'm down for constructive criticism. I'm not one of the people that run from it. I welcome it. So, um, again, thank you for listening, and um, I'll let y'all next time. Peace.